Rowdy set records, Barcelona and Juventus in need of help, and a possible two-year World Cup system. It is time for the Rowdy's Rundown and World Soccer Report with Buster DeLay as we go over all of what's happening in the world of soccer. And here is your host, Buster DeLay. And welcome to the World Soccer Report. The Tampa Bay Rowdies make history in their 2-0 win over Atlanta United 2. The Rowdies boast the best defensive record in the league and solidified that claim in Atlanta when they kept their 13th clean sheet this season. To make this claim even more impressive, they have now kept 8 clean sheets in a row and have not conceded a goal in 801 game minutes. These 801 minutes mark a new USL championship record that hadn't been broken in years. Evan Loro produced some huge saves and goal, but the ship was sailed by Captain Sebastian Guenzotti's brace, which came in the form of his 13th and 14th goals of the season, and, a cool fact, his 49th and 50th goals for the club. Congrats Captain Seba Guenzotti for hitting that milestone for the club. This man-of-the-match performance also earned Seba Guenzotti Player of the Week after he scored four goals in two games for the Green and Gold. The Rowdies get back on the road as their upcoming foes are Hartford Athletic. The Bay has done a fabulous job of keeping the Athletic out this season, with one game between the two resulting in not a single Hartford shot on target. The key to Hartford's defensive success is goalkeeper Jeff Caldwell, who has been nothing short of breathtaking this season. Although it will be difficult to score against this Hartford defense at home, I believe the Rowdies will pull off a 1-0 win and extend the clean sheet to 9 in a row. My streak of guessing scores has unfortunately been broken by the past two matches, so here's a toast to regaining my winning ways. Now, let's get loud with Loudon. Loudon United still have not played a match, so this week's segment will be discussing the upcoming game against Miami in great detail. I still believe Loudon United can get a win against the Miami FC, however, it will not be an easy feat. Miami boasts one of the most dangerous attacks in the league, but also do not let many goals in. Defender Paco Craig and goalkeeper Connor Sparrow are key in keeping clean sheets. However, with Loudon's exciting attack, players like Dar Luis Paz and Giovanni Boulevard can sneak in behind and have the attacking intelligence to pick out perfect finishes. Jermaine Forda will be the force in Loudon's defense, as the English shot stopper looks to have another superb game in between the sticks. Good luck, Loudoun United. In the MLS, Atlanta United defeated DC United by three goals to two in one of the games of the season. The Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta absolutely erupted once Ezekiel Barco, who has been quite impressive if I say so myself, along Joseph Martinez, picked out the top corner with his second free kick goal in as many games. Joseph Martinez, who is returning this season from tearing his ACL in 2020, also is the most popular man in the whole city of Atlanta, in my opinion, the best player in the league. In this game, he grabbed his ninth of the season and his 99th for Atlanta United, as he curled his effort superbly past Bill Hamid in the 64th minute to make it 2-0 to Atlanta. DC United struck back with force as Felipe produced one of the cleanest hits you will ever see in the 75th minute. I'm a sucker for good goals and this one really got me salivating. Take a bow, Felipe. 
Atlanta decided to wrap it up and stick a bow on it in the 87th minute when Marcelino Moreno decided to glide through the DC defense like they weren't even there. Then he played it across goal for young George Bello to tap in as he ran from left back to score. DC did get the last laugh, however, as Edison Flores' left leg turned into a cannon and released a cannonball directly into the top right corner of Atlanta United's ship, making it 3-2. Five goals, three of them goal of the season worthy. What a game. Now let's fly across the Atlantic Ocean and move over to England, where the Premier League was absolutely packed with action. Cristiano Ronaldo scored yet again for Manchester United in my Premier League Game of the Week, as Manchester United beat West Ham 2-1. As I mentioned, CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo, who wears number 7, grabbed his fourth goal in three games for Manchester United, but not before Saeed Benrahma's shot deflected off Rafael Varane and into the net for the London side, West Ham. In the closing moments of the game, with the scores at 1-1, former West Ham loanee Jesse Lingard fired a brilliant effort into the top corner. The drama didn't end there, as trusted skipper Mark Noble was brought on to take a penalty in the 94th minute for West Ham. Noble, for me, is one of the two best penalty kick takers in the league, with Euro 2020 winner Jorginho joining him in my ranking. However, this time, the most reliable player at the club was denied by the fabled David De Gea. The West Ham fans could not believe it, and rightly so. This is a part of soccer you just can't write. Moving to the other side of the road in Manchester, Man City are absolutely, and quite frankly, in the mud. They drew against Southampton with only one shot on target. In my opinion, City aren't quite title favorites, but this title race is going to be close, with the likes of Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man City all definitely threatening it. But Man City, I do not believe, are going to win this year. Speaking of Chelsea in that title race, they move into first place in the league after thrashing Tottenham Hotspur 3-0. Two center backs scored for Chelsea, which is quite a rarity in the game, in the form of veteran Brazilian defender Thiago Silva and Antonio Rudiger. The German, Rudiger, has been a menace to opposing attacks recently and has found his scoring form, which is always a good sign for Chelsea fans. The third goal scorer was the nicest man in soccer, N'Golo Kante. The Frenchman is serious in his holding midfield role and was key to Chelsea winning the Champions League last season and Leicester City winning the league in 2016. Believe it or not, I met a player from that winning squad with Lester alongside Conte, so make sure to check out episode 4 to find an interview I was able to get with him. One of the classic soccer debates is from Spain's top professional league, the La Liga or The League, and that debate is simply FC Barcelona or Real Madrid. In their respective best times, they were forces to be reckoned with, and Barcelona was considered the best team in the world, and possibly the best team to ever play the game. However, with the big names from those seasons all departing in one way or another, they are left with Legacies and, well, Martin Braithwaite. Barcelona showed that they struggle without Messi, who moved to PSG, as they drew with Granada after struggling to equalize for 88 minutes. Ronald Araujo did find that equalizer, however, and he was very happy, so it's good to see center backs like that continuously getting on the score sheet, like in the Chelsea game. Frankie de Jong and Memphis Depay have been superb this season, but they cannot carry the team nowadays. On the other side of the debate, Madrid also left it late, but they did pull off the win. Two late goals from Vinicius Jr. and Karim Benzema, who has been on absolute flames this season, secured all three points. 
Let me know what side of the debate you are on by direct messaging me on Instagram at World Soccer Report. That's at symbol World Soccer Report. There you will also find interactive posts, news, and updates on my show. In the Syria, Juventus are in desperate need of help. They have lost their most valuable asset, Cristiano Ronaldo, and now find themselves in the relegation battle or darn near. I was scared for Arsenal early this season, but guess what? They have won two games in a row and are gaining some confidence and respect. Juventus, on the other hand, are starting to slip away. You betcha they have talent. Take Paolo Dybala and Federico Chiesa, for example. Chiesa is a world-class player. All of his games at Euro 2020 I watched over the summer, he was superb. He's got a great curling shot on him, he's quick, he's got power, he's strong, he's agile. I think Chiesa is going to be a world-class player, but Juventus have to turn it around. Juventus really need results, as I mentioned, and saying that they are still capable of wins, just not the Juventus we all have gotten used to over the past few years, and I really hope for their success. Bayern Munich and Robert Lewandowski have been leading the German Bundesliga headlines. However, Erling Braut Holland has been on absolute fire for Dortmund. The prolific Norwegian striker now has more goals and games played for his club. Dortmund are a good team with many superb talents. However, Bayern Munich simply cannot be stopped. They beat Barcelona in the Champions League 3-0. Speaking of Bayern in the Champions League, I think they'll win the Champions League. And then they won 7-0 in the Bundesliga against VfL Bochum, breaking records in the process. Robert Lewandowski, to be precise. Now, talking about the Champions League in Bayern again, I do think they'll win, but I think it'll be close. Obviously, I do support Liverpool, but I think Bayern's team is just too good. All of the hype has been around PSG with the Mbappe, Neymar, Messi front line, but I don't think they have what it takes to beat a team like Munich. They're just too good. With Robert Lewandowski, Sané, Nabry, and all those big players, it's very hard to beat them. And finally, this news may come as a surprise to many because it sure came as a surprise for me. FIFA, the Federation Internationale de Football Association, is currently in talks with many soccer leaders and big names on making the World Cup every two years instead of four like it is now. This is a terrible idea. If the short-lived hype around the European Super League taught soccer fans anything, it was to not allow billionaire club owners to change the way this beautiful sport has been played for hundreds upon hundreds of years. It is so bad that UEFA reportedly will boycott if this two-year deal goes through, with South American organization Conmebol also deeply angered. Will this happen? Let me know your thoughts by direct messaging me on Instagram, at World Soccer Report. That's at symbol World Soccer Report. Thank you for tuning in, and as always, thank you to RadioStPete.com for being my home base here on the show. This has been the World Soccer Report, and I'll see you at the game.